and welcome to Sacred Stories, a podcast by the Office for Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats in Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. Sacred Stories is hosted by Reverend Dustin Pickett, Elizabeth Montgomery, Megan Crowley, Rachel Bell, and myself, Mike Bennett. Join us every other week as a member of the UD community shares how their story intersects with a reading from a sacred text and encourages us to explore that same intersection in our own life. Hello everyone, this is Rev D, Campus Minister for Christian Diversity at UD, and I am happy to welcome to this week's episode a firehouse leader, scholar, and activist, Dr. Naomi Deonda. Dr. Deonda serves as an Associate Professor of Religious Studies at UD and is a Tejana scholar, activist, and Catholic laymarianist raised between El Paso and Corpus Christi, Texas. Dr. Deonda is what I like to call a badass scholar. She, uh, her research includes Latina theology, theology in breast milk, the intersection of race and migration, and the development of a border theology. Wow. I am excited to hear what she will offer to us in this episode. We are truly in for a treat. So, my friends, I introduce to you the fierce, the powerful, the one and only, Naomi Deonda, Ph.D. Take it away, Dr. Deonda. Thank you. I'm really excited to be sharing a bit of my story on the Sacred Stories podcast today. My name is Naomi Deonda, and I'm an associate professor in the Department of Religious Studies here at the University of Dayton. I am also a Marianist Educational Associate and affiliated with the Race and Ethnic Studies Program and the Women and Gender Studies Program, as well as the Human Rights Center and the Marian Library. Uh, today, I'm going to be reading to you from Tacos, Tamales, and Tinsel, South Texas Christmas Poems by Eddie Vega. And I'm going to read to you a poem called Christmas in South Texas. And what you can't see, podcast listeners, is that I actually put on my red cowboy hat to be able to read these poems. Uh, in Texas, we call them tejanas, uh, these special hats. They gave us superpowers, so I decided to wear mine today. Christmas in South Texas. Santa Claus is overheating because it's 86 degrees in December. Except for the props at the mall, I've never seen a sleigh. We dream of having any snow at all, not just the Christmas one that Bing Crosby used to know. And why is it that despite the fact that our forefathers fought and died to free them from British oppression, our most idyllic holiday scenes are of Victorian London? Christmas on television, Christmas on the radio, Christmas on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr and all the other places all seem like jabs from the Anglo-Nordic neo-Victorian New England establishment about how much I'm missing out. Also, I hate Danish butter cookies, and I hate getting them, 
and I hate all the empty wax cups that fill the tin and make me believe I still have more after I've eaten them all. To me, Christmas is about tamales and buñuelos and posadas, abuelitas complaining about abuelitos, and abuelitos snoring in easy chairs, and more tamales. A midnight mass that starts at 11 p.m., real sugar cookies, the kind that crumble in your hands and dissolve in your mouth, whose crystal remains to have to be slapped off your sweater, like Tia Rossi beats the dust off a rug. A Christmas party that starts around noon and lasts until New Year's, where, there's, where that's not unusual, that entrees come off the grill and tamales. Sides of taco cabana rice and potato salad from Bill Miller with a styrofoam cup of beans as an appetizer, late night menudo with a side of tamales. A crock pot with little barbecued weenies, another crock pot with tamales, some church's chicken from Tio Pablo because he doesn't cook and he had a coupon, and tamales. Tia Cuca holding a paper plate with three tamales, rice, potato salad, the little barbecue weenies, a drumstick, and some potato chips, complaining because there's no Diet Coke. Platefuls of corn husks from all the tamales. As we play 40 rounds of loteria, gambling our worries and pennies away. So keep your snow and mistletoe past the rompope. Hold on to your sleigh, silver, and jingle bells. I'll be listening for Buena because someone called El Cantarito. And have yourself a merry little Christmas. While I have myself some more, say it together, tamales. So I chose this text for a variety of different reasons. First, Eddie Vega, the author, is a friend of mine from college. We both went to St. Mary's University, so we are both Marianist University educated, and that's part of a large formation um, of who I am and of my faith life. I'm a lay Marianist and have been a lay Marianist from my early 20s and find that the Marianist charism is very central to my spirituality and my faith life. And so I... I just love that Eddie made this text available for me, and he also made the text available in ways that if people are using them for educational purposes here at the University of Dayton, please contact me because he gave me a, a limited license to share for educational purposes. So please send me an email and I will get you a copy of the entire what he calls Bukito, our little book, Tacos, Tamales, and Tinsel. Uh, I also, and thank you, Eddie, for doing that for us. Uh, I also chose this text because I am um, from Texas originally. I'm a Tejana, and I grew up between El Paso, Texas, and Corpus Christi, Texas. And the two sides of Texas are are very different in so many ways uh, and very similar in other ways. It, Christmas is warm for the most part. 
in El Paso, which Eddie is actually from the Rio Grande Valley, so he's from the other side of Texas. Uh, but in El Paso, you will see um, snowmen, but the snowmen are made from tumbleweeds that have been painted white and then piled on top of one another. So some of the images that Eddie is complaining about in the poem, you see people readapting in different ways because like the poem says, I never saw a sleigh until I was in my late 20s, an actual sleigh. Um, and I moved to Wisconsin. So it it's very real, the different imagery. And that's the other reason I chose this poem because our faith life, at least for me, my faith life is very much rooted in the everydayness of what is happening. I'm also a Latina theologian, and central to Latino theology is the notion of lo cotidiano, or the daily, or daily lived experience, lo cotidiano. And part of lo cotidiano is that our own incarnation, which is the, the heart and soul of Christmas, um, the incarnation of a loving God that decided to become incarnate just like us and feel everything we do, which is such a phenomenal gift, um, is just surrounded by the dailiness of human experience and all that humans create. And so the other piece of the text that stands out to me uh, is that intertwined between the mentions of the things that we call sacred or would put into the category of sacred, midnight mass and las posadas, for those of you who do not know what las posadas are, it is uh, a everyday ritual, a daily ritual for uh, many people in Mexico in particular, I think other parts of the Americas and even in Spain, where Mary and Joseph are actually looking for and asking for hospitality. And before Christmas, there's a whole series of these events that people do in their homes mostly. So these are popular religious practices that people engage in. And then, uh, and tamales, you hear tamales over and over and over. And many times you will see this on a restaurant menu, tamales or a tamal. Uh, and and see that at a Mexican restaurant along with, you might get it in a mixed plate, like a taco and a burrito and a tamal. Uh, but tamales are actually sacred food that come from Mesoamerica and were used as the food for celebrations, for fiestas, for festivities. So those in and of themselves are sacred texts. So that's the other reason that I chose this poem is that it intertwines the sacred texts of Catholicism with and daily life and the incarnational aspect of that with this with one of the sacred texts of Mesoamerica. And those are all the parts that make me. So that's also exciting. And then the fact that it's written by Eddie Vega, who uh, along with being someone who he and I journeyed together in college. He and I also, along with a couple of other people, decided to start a Marianist Lake community as soon as we graduated from college. And so he's one of the people who 
is very central to the early formation of my young adult faith life. Uh, so going back to the imagery from the poem itself, and along with the sacred pieces of Las Posadas and Midnight Mass and the Tamales, you see intermixed things like crockpots and loteria. And for me, that is also really important, that the sacred is never split from the daily, that the daily, lo cotidiano, is infused and transfused and transformed by the sacred. And so I just find that so significant and so important. And uh, I think it's so important because many times we don't actually spend time thinking about it. Uh, and I've tried to be much more intentional, both in my teaching and in my own daily life and my own daily journey of spirituality um, to deal with that. So I also have a couple of questions for you. The first one is, would pieces of your everyday life easily flow or fit with the sacred? So again, from Lo Cotidiano. But pieces or parts of your everyday life, your daily living, easily flow or fit with the sacred. What are the things that you never thought of? The crockpots and loterias that are always around your sacred symbols. And then second, how do those change for special occasions? So do the special holidays and special sacred days mean that those symbols change in different ways. Uh, and I'm recording this as our own house is here, transforming little by little. Uh, we are big people on Advent here at home. And so uh, we have new cookies showing up regularly that we eat every Sunday and maybe a little every day. And, uh, and then different decorations kind of show up throughout the season. So is there something special that transforms uh, around sacred occasions, special days that is connected to the other symbols or the other kind of dailiness? And how do those special occasions disrupt what is the dailiness? Do you need to move furniture or put things away. I know we need to take out bins that have the decorations and put things that where they would have been before into the bins. And so I wonder, do you need to change what is surrounding you to be able to celebrate some of these special occasions? And how do you do that? And how do you do that when what we have been doing for so many years is disrupted because of our current situation in 2020. So thank you so much. And I hope to hear from some of you or many of you. Again, feel free to send me an email and ask for a copy of Bacos, Tamales, and Tinsel, South Texas Christmas Poems from Eddie Vega. Let us pray. It doesn't have to be the blue iris. It could be the weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones. 
Just pay attention, then patch a few words together and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but the doorway into thanks and a silence in which another voice may speak. A poem by Mary Oliver. Amen. Thanks for listening to Sacred Stories, produced by Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. Our theme music is by Scott Paplow, Campus Minister for Liturgical Music. We give a special shout out to Riley Harrington and Sammy Neewoner, undergraduate assistants in the Office for Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats, who support the work of this podcast. We invite you to rate and review us wherever you may be listening to this podcast so that it's easier for others to find. Additionally, please consider subscribing to our podcast so that you might receive notifications of when new episodes are released. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as our Campus Ministry website. We hope this and future episodes help inspire you to explore the sacred experiences and intersections with your own life journey. If there are ways we can support and accompany you in your journey of faith, please reach out to us. You can learn more about Campus Ministry on our website, udayton.edu slash ministry, our Instagram, which is at udcampusministry, and our Facebook. Check out our videos on our Campus Ministry YouTube channel and our upcoming events for undergraduate students on 1850. Peace and God bless.